Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlemachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. I, I, I'm not good at all. I just have fun with it. And it's a nice diversion for me. And it's very social. And I post on Instagram because I like being lighthearted on there and I like to connect with people and I like to have something away from baseball and I'm not flashy and I'm not going to show off, but I think it's something, a a way that I can customize my social experience with chess. I've got a lot more to my life than just chess, but I just don't like sharing it because I don't want to be disrespectful and I I like to have a, a, a sense of privacy, but chess is an option. My career is an option to be shared. So that's my avenue to be social, which, which, um, again, I'm, this is great talking chess on a podcast, especially with Garrett. It's great. It's great chatting with you also too. So, well, Garrett, talk a little bit about if you can, um, because because Joey, you know, I've covered Garrett with the Red Sox for a couple of years now and, and, you Garrett didn't get into correct me if I'm wrong, Garrett, but you really didn't get into it till Ottavino sort of was doing it in the clubhouse. But then you latched on to it. And you also please tell the Cora story when Alex Cora is walking by. Please tell that, because I'm not going to do it justice. So after you tell the Alex Cora story about playing chess, talk about like how you got into it. And and I don't know, and, and Joey, maybe after hearing it, if 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 it's gonna hit home for you or not, because at some point you have to get into the game, right? So, Garrett, first of all, the core story. <laughs> all right. So the story with AC is me and Otto are playing chess in our locker during a rain delay. And we're just 
obviously just in the middle of a chess game and AC walks in to kind of give us an update on, you know, what's going on when, when the start time's possibly going to be everything like that. And he walks up to me and Otto and he looks at the board and he's just looking at it and talks to us for a couple of seconds about what's going on. And then, you know, Otto looks at him and is just like, so AC, like, do you, do you play chess at all? Like, do you enjoy the game? And AC kind of took a second and looked at us. He goes, every time I cross the line and I give the lineup card, I'm playing chess every night. <laughs> So we were like, it's all a, right. It's a, it's a okay. good line. It's a good line. But you you ended up playing yeah. with like Arvino, and then you ended up having a board made. Your wife, I think, made a board for you and all of that. I mean, did, did you have Joey? You're nodding your head. Like, how many did someone make oh, a board a, for you? That's a really lovely gift. That's a really nice gift. Yeah. But, but Garrett, yeah, you guys, that's I mean, when you knew that you were sort of, you know, head first in it, right? Yeah, so I mean, uh, Otto really kind of got me into it, uh, just because he was asking if anyone on the team knew how to play. I knew how to play, knew where all the pieces moved, but I definitely didn't have any strategy or anything like that. And you know, come to find out, Otto's studying chess theory and everything like that. And so I'm, I'm just blown away by that. But uh, you know, it, it was, it was cool. I mean, he whooped me so bad that I was just like, all right, well, you know, I'm a very competitive guy. I wasn't gonna let that happen again. So I just went and started studying on my own and uh, started getting better with that. And, um, but no, I, I just, uh, really just came to appreciate, I mean, like Joey said, you know, it's something that takes your mind off of baseball and that, you know, it still gives you that intellectual, um, you know, just that intellectual enjoyment, but without having it to be solely about baseball or anything else. And so, you know, it's just kind of a good way to kind of take a step away, but also, um, you know, enjoy the competitive spirit and also the intellectual aspect of it as well. How'd you get into it, Joey? Uh, I remember playing a buddy of mine similar to Garrett's experience where I got waxed and then, uh, started playing a bit. This was like two ish years ago during the pause in the season in March of 2020, I started playing a bit and I remember getting like playing and using some of the chess.com lessons and like losing a match and like yelling afterwards, like, <sighs> and right then and there, I was like, you got two choices, buddy. You can either calm down and keep playing or you're not allowed to play anymore sort of thing. But right, I, I knew that I was I was hooked because I was emotionally tied to it. So I don't get that way with almost anything. I'm that way with baseball. I react when I, when I perform poorly, but I don't feel like I do that almost – I went a long time ago. I went on a date with a woman and we were playing Papa shot and I lost to her. And she goes, she goes, what's up? What are you going to try? And I go, what do you mean? We're having fun. And she goes, aren't you going to compete? Aren't you angry? And I go, no, I compete for a living. What are you talking about? And she like left right then and there. And I was like, I just rarely get upset about ping pong or any sort of competition like that. But for some reason, um, baseball does it for me because I care. And I'm finding now chess does it for me. Like last night I went, I had a chess match and I couldn't solve uh, a, a, like a pawn chain coming down. And I lost and he offered me a draw. And uh, 
I lost because I, I passed on the draw because I thought I was up a rook and I, th- but he was up four pawns and I was like, I got to figure out how to problem solve this. Like if I have to sack something to like, but I have to figure out how to get this checkmate and I lost. And, um, but that really bothered me, like legitimately bothered me so much so that I had to like make an Instagram story about how sad I am from losing that match. Anyways. It's, it's funny because as you say that, Joey, Garrett's like geeking out. Like he's like, oh, I know. I know. It Doesn't that suck when you have the yeah, pawns pawn lined up and you give the like, – <laughs> Pass pawns will piss you off more than a pass ball. I promise you that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what – Joey, that's what I wanted to ask about. So you're on that ride home and and you kind of led right into it. Where, yeah, you, you know, you're in baseball, you get pissed off when you lose a game and you have that ride home. Are you at the point now with that ride home on the subway? By the way, excellent job of utilizing public transportation. Um, that ride home on the subway feels sort of the same. No, it's nothing like no, <laughs> baseball's been my life. This is more, this is more like, uh, you know, I kick some litter sort of thing, upset as opposed to baseball, you know, time in the mirror questioning, you know, whether or not you're, you're, you're getting the most out of yourself sort of thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's apples and, and oranges, but I do enjoy it. And most importantly, you know, I mentioned this, I posted something on Instagram today. I don't mean to keep bringing it up. Oh, it's good. But, um, but I, 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 the season ends, and if you make the playoffs, great. It's an even higher high. But the season ends, and we usually transition to our own respective communities. And I think players will find, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good bit older than a lot of my teammates, players will find as they get older, people will have families, leave your city, get married, transition their life in some way. And the old community that you used to have, you're very lucky if you get to keep it. Your friends, your family, the things you're used to. And you leave for eight, nine months. And so I, I've struggled at times during my career to have a community that feels like baseball a little bit. Where I get to be myself, quiet to myself think about something, work on something, but still be social, be in a group. And I found that, that I found that chess has given me that while also resting myself because we have got training responsibilities and, you know, preparation for the, for the upcoming seasons that we're partaking in. So in my experience, I've struggled with that. And this has been a real gift, a real gift to me to like, after this, Garrett and I are going to swap, uh, 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 profiles and we're going to play against each other. And that's this, this is a, but I would never, I would never work baseball with him. Like maybe if we're in the same community, same city, or he's in my city or whatever, we would, you know, work together. But like, this is a much more, uh, transitory bridge that he and I can, can share. So, and you can do that I, with you playing chess. You can do that with so many people. That makes me feel good. Number one. Um, that I'm able to sort of, you know, have this, 
you guys are both great guys. You guys are, and I've, I've known Garrett a little, I, I just met you, Joey, but I love listening to you. I always love listening to you. And, and this is what you're bringing up hits home in a lot of ways. One of the ways is like you said about that community, that chess community. And you walk into a clubhouse and I said this about covering baseball, that you can't treat everybody like they grew up in Essex, Massachusetts, where I grew up. Everybody comes from a different place and everybody has a different personality. So in this chess community that you're going to, what is it, every Monday night? Is that right? Yeah, I go to a club on Monday nights. Yeah. Yes, are there personalities there? Like, are there much like a clubhouse? Like, have you got to know people and like, oh, yeah, that guy's a little crazy or that guy's a lot of fun or that guy has this personality? Have you, when you have that community, are now the personality is coming out? where you have this, these group of people who you look forward to seeing in, in different ways. I'm sure in time, but I, I, have only made a, a, I only have so many um, opportunities to, 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 um, you know, attend, attend the tournaments at the club, but you know, I, I maybe in time I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out, but you know, here in the not too distant future, we're going to spring training and, I'm going to spend a stretch of time with my teammates and get to know them. So, yeah. Garrett, is what, what Joey's saying hit home for you? I mean, you've only been in the league uh, three years. But, you know, I would imagine a lot of that, you know, is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. No, I mean, absolutely. I mean, so I'm from a, a smaller town. And so, you know, when I leave for, I mean, the eight or nine months, you know, I'm leaving my childhood friends and, you know, they, they understand the life to some point, but there's just some degree that they'll never be able to relate to just from, you know, never being in, in one place and living out of a suitcase and everything like that. And so, you know, it's definitely something that you, you have a bond with these people in, in the clubhouse just because you share the, you share life together, you share the same experiences together. And so, I mean, that, that completely hits on the, you know, it's just a community. All right, so Joey, in in your in your chess playing ability right now, correlate where it would be in terms of where your baseball career was. Like, where are you at? It can be rookie ball, it can be triple A, it can be third year in the majors. Where are you at? Um, so right before when I was uh, sixteen, I played on a travel ball team, and we played like seventy games. Probably the like house league slash rep team I played before that, I'd say that's about where I'm at. I'm, I'm getting to know the game. Um, but I'm not, I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I lack, uh, usable skill. So I'm, <laughs> what's your I'm nowhere near what, what do you get at? What's, what's your, what's your strength? Getting the pieces out. I can get the pieces out. You have to you have to activate your pieces. So I'm okay with at that, but that can cause problems too. How about you, Garrett? Garrett, how about you? What's your strength? Uh, I mean, I have to agree. Like I've studied a lot of the a lot of the openings and everything, but middle game is where I, I tend to struggle. Uh, I'm I'm starting. I'm trying to learn a little bit of the theory and like the. Uh, the different uh, pathways that you can go after your openings and, you know, whether you're doing a defense or an actual opening from, you know, the white pieces. But um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got to say I'm very, very early on trying to, trying to get to Ottavino's uh, status level. That's for sure. Hmm. 
No, Joey, like, I want you to play Ottavino. Like, I, like he keeps bringing up Ottavino. I want you to play him. Let's, let's go. Uh, who? Yeah, maybe, maybe one day. He's, he's, I, I, but I've, I've played him plenty with his arm, and he's a handful there, too. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's geek it out. Okay, what's the open? What's the go-to open? If you guys are going to, like, have this verbal sort of chess match right now, you have the pieces set up. Joey, you got the first move. What are you going with? And Garrett, how are you going to defend it? Oh, this is, I mean, this is, this is quite on the spot. I mean, I would I usually, if I'm playing white, I go E4. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so if I'm black, I either set up a Karakon defense or I do kind of like appearance, like appearance defense. So I just kind of like, I don't really go for anything particular depending on what they're playing. I typically just kind of go with my strength. Um, but if I'm, if, if I'm going white, I, I typically try and run the London system. So Joey, I hope you I'm know terrible at like, <laughs> You know, I, I, the one thing that I've noticed that, that is, has been a really fun experience going to these chess tournaments is like, you have to do a notation and you have to learn the skill of notation because you have to hand in your paperwork at the end of every match. So I've had to learn how to take notes. And what I found is, the, the you know, a lot of people have watched the Queen's Gambit, so they get what I'm about to describe. But learning the notation actually helps you visualize better, in my opinion, because um, you start to get familiar, familiarize yourself with the board, you have to think, was that D or was that E sort of thing? And you can check the board, but sometimes the board doesn't actually have it. And then you have to like, uh, uh, um, what's the word? You have to um, just just get more get more ac- uh, more comfortable with with the with the uh, the the board's coordinates. So I've I've really enjoyed doing the notation. And uh, it's something I plan on practicing. Garrett, do you do it? I don't. So I'm terrible with that. Like, I mean, it, it, with, after the matches in chess.com, I'll go back and look at, like, the self-analysis. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I'll, I'll look over that. But I've never actually sat down and done my self-notations. I started doing when – I, when I realized I, I had to do them at the tournaments and I want to get them correct, I started not- doing notation with my matches on chess.com. So, like – I found that that helped teach me pretty quickly because there's some some moments where you're you've got two knights in one place in in roughly the same place and you know you like yesterday for example I have a a, a buddy of mine who's a grandmaster who showed up to lend support at the at the tournament and uh, he just coming by and wanted to see how I was doing and um, he he described like. If, if your partner, for example, wants you to write notation in a specific way, you have to coordinate those two. And I didn't know that. So I'm just always learning as I go. And um, I find it, again, challenging me from from the visualization side. So, But um, so I don't think it's much different from hitting in terms of like, if I, if I know your repertoire, I can visualize, um, I can visualize uh, what it's going to look like roughly. So, yeah. well, do you think? Let me ask you last. And, and Joe, I do want to ask you one quick question. I know you got to get going, 
but about the Hall of Fame. But last quick question for each of you, and start with Joey. Like you said, you said that you correlated it with hitting. Do you think in any way, like this, the concentration of this, the the exercise of chess, ha- will help you in? I mean, even in a, in a five percent way when it comes to playing baseball this year. No. Okay. Fair. <laughs> All right. No. Fair enough. No. I bet you my like uh, turkey sandwich will help me more than chess this year. And if anything helps me 5%, then wow, sign me up sort of thing within the rules, right? Well, it'll, it'll help you pass the time. Garrett, now don't, don't be swayed by his answer. For you, has it helped you at all? I have to agree. It doesn't really help, but I mean, kind of what we said earlier, it it takes the brain away from having to constantly think about baseball. And it's just a nice kind of, you know, it it still stimulates the intellectual, you know, being of you, but it it doesn't like, there's nothing really that physically correlates with like, you know, me learning chess theory is not going to help me throw my sinker any better. So, I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's hard. You've got this telephone with you all the time and the choice is, not picking it up, just leaving with you, or excuse me, leaving it on your uh, elsewhere or on your person, whatever. Um, or if you do opt to pick it up, what applications are you going to use? And a lot of the applications we opt into can add stress. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, any sort of social media. Okay, remove those. YouTube, uh, maybe there's Red Sox stuff, maybe there's Red Stuff. Maybe you go on Spotify and you happen to cross paths with your podcast and you're crushing both of us. So we don't want to deal with that before the game. We want to just take our mind off of everything associated with other people's opinions on us or the pressure. Because there's just by being aware of what we do adds pressure. The more we can remove, the more we can remove everything but the game. I think the more that serves us in terms of reducing our stress level, lowering the pressure uh, we feel and just being able to compete. And so with that being said, I opt into my chess app because I feel like it takes my mind off of, off of things. It's sedentary. So I don't have to move too much. It's not too loud. It's not, the only thing that I struggle with when it comes to it is like the tilt of my neck. My neck can get tight if I don't. So I try to like sit in such a way where I've got good posture, but then you have to hold your arms up and that fatigues your arms and your hands. So it's like I'm trying to figure out a way to 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 I actually have one of these things right here. It's a DGT Centaur. It's a computer uh, board game that plays against you. Um, and... Um, I find I don't have to like crouch over too much and I don't, there's not too much holding with my hand. So uh, these are all variables that I think about before a game because we play every day. So, it's, oh my, it's good stuff. I, man. I conversation right now. This is wild. Garrett, go ahead. What were you saying? Sorry. No, I mean, interrupted. That, that sums it up perfectly. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's exactly it. You've got all these distractions that you can either opt to look at and opt to put in your brain. And that's, you know, going to take you away from what you're thinking about when you're actually at work, or you can, you know, dive into something that, you know, is, you know, stimulating your brain, but also giving it a chance to rest and, and think about something else. 
In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.